0: The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, December 29th, currently 1038 on the East Coast. And joining me as usual to break down the Wednesday night betting preview. My esteemed co-host and colleague Terrell
1: Furman Jr. Terrell, how you feeling this Wednesday evening, my man? Feeling like money. Feeling like money. I w- man, look, don't let me, don't let me get some materials out here so I can start playing my drop. I need to actually I need to go hop on the college experience with Kobe just so I can hear my drop because G Jesus Christ another it's so easy fading the Celtics like it's just so easy like it's really really easy Matt, even when you're on their side and you fade them you still make money (laughs) because I was I was sitting there and I was talking about hey the Celtics should actually win this game like I was I was on the Celtics side and then I came time to pick a dog. And I was like, "All right, well, I, I gotta pick somebody. I mean, might as well just fade the Celtics." And then it cashes easily. Absolutely. Oh, thank you, Minnesota. Thank you, Minnesota. I didn't. I didn't bat an eye. I didn't bat an eye.
0: Yeah. So let's recap our picks from uh, Wednesday. We'll start with you, Terrell. Uh, obviously, your dog. You just cat, or you just talked about Minnesota plus two thirty on the money line. Uh, again, this game was another tale of two halves, right? Uh, Boston got out to a 56 to 45 lead at the half. But then the Minnesota Timberwolves absolutely come back in that second half <clears throat> and outscored the uh, Boston Celtics 63 to 47. They get the five-point victory at home. In a game, like we talked about, Terrell, that they were missing Cat. They were missing Anthony Edwards. They were missing uh, D'Lo. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt was also missing. So it was pretty much the BNC squad outside of Malik Beasley. And if I told you if Malik Beasley was going to be six of 18 and only score 15 points, you would have thought that the Minnesota Timberwolves were going to get crushed, but here comes um, a couple of their other guys, Jalen Noel, 29 points for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, They got a 20 point contribution from um, let's see who is Norman uh, Nathan Knight. So Guys, we don't typically hear about, but they stepped up in big ways and got you the cash on your dog. So plus 230, another dog caches for Terrell. Um, and then your lock was Phoenix minus the eight. Seems like Phoenix started to struggle here a little bit. Uh, Terrell, they lost that game. Um, or no, did they win that game? No, they lost by a point, John Morant.
1: Yeah, John Morant had a crazy play at the end of the game to win them that one. Yeah, I don't know why. And the crazy thing is, the last time that my lock didn't hit, it was Phoenix as well. So maybe I just need to start locking up Phoenix.
0: Yeah, and I think that, you know, we probably need to take our own advice too. And I think you pointed out that, you know, Memphis gets up to play against these uh, Western Conference teams. Um, You know, whether it's at home or whether it's on the road, I know they're in that case again tonight, but we'll talk about it when we get to that game. But, yeah, I mean, Phoenix did come back in this game. Uh, they outscored the Memphis Grizzlies in that second half, 65-54. to 54, But John Moran, like you said, hit that game-winner, crazy shot in the end uh, to get the victory for the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies quietly 21-14 and 14 on the season so far here. Um, they are currently, I believe, number four. Yeah, they're number four in the Western Conference, right behind the Utah Jazz, Phoenix Suns, and obviously the Golden State Warriors. But um, I know when your dog, ca- your dog caches, it's always a good day. So, um, yeah, our, our Monday turned out pretty well for you. Uh, for me, I had locked up the, uh, the Chicago bulls against the, uh, Atlanta Hawks. And we had talked about earlier in that day, when we we're recording the podcast that a lot of guys were going to be out for the Atlanta Hawks in health and safety protocols, but we got news later that day. That Trey Young returned to the lineup for the Atlanta Hawks, um, which made me a little bit nervous when you're getting your best player back. But uh, Chicago did well enough in that second half and the fourth quarter uh, to pull away from the uh, Atlanta Hawks. They outscored them 61 to 55 in that second half. And Demar Derozan 35 points, Zach Levine 30 points. The Bulls got the victory 131 18. And then for my dog, I had taken the San Antonio Spurs against the Utah Jazz. Uh, they lost this game by six points. Uh, did the Spurs. They made it a little interesting in the end there. They they brought in their uh, their second unit slash third unit, their their bench warmers. They cut this lead down to four, Terrell, but before uh the Utah Jazz hit a couple uh free throws to put the game away. But uh my dog went down as the Jazz took care of business 110-104 against the San Antonio Spurs. So not a bad start for us on a Monday, Terrell.
1: Yeah, really not. And you know, it won't it won't the sweep that we're kind of used to sometimes, but yeah. it, it's profit, show it's profits. And as long as we are making listeners money, uh, whether they're telling us or whether they're fating us, like I'm always here. So uh that's gonna keep that's gonna keep my butt in the seat. So I'm with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, fortunately for me, the Spurs actually they covered the spread with that final shot of the game. So uh, but you know, the money line didn't catch. But like we say, definitely take uh, some on our dogs definitely uh, bet on that spread and then also put a little bit down on the money line, uh, uh just a little bit on your on your on the money line because you want to make sure you profit if you hit against the spread on these dogs. So, uh, onwards and upwards to the Wednesday night schedule, but let's recap uh anything that we saw over the last two days. Uh, Terrell, I'll start with you, man. Uh, well, Anything that stood out outside of the games that we picked for uh our lock and dog on Monday, uh, between Monday and Tuesday? Uh, let's see, let's
1: see, I'm just trying to go back and remember what um transpired. Uh, James Harden looked really, really good. He did, yeah, he looks like himself. He, yeah, he looked really, really good. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, it's some other, it's some, it's a whole bunch of other COVID dudes. Jesus Christ. The Cavs first half is still a lot. Keep auto-betting mm-hmm. that. Um, maybe we've hit a stalemate with this Hornets over. It feels like two in a row. I don't know if that's two in a row that they missed. But, Let me double check that. Uh, um it, it maybe hit a hit a little snag snaggle snaggle puss there. Um the Nuggets are still suspect to me. Uh, they, they they let the Warriors back in that game. They really did. Uh, so they're still suspect to me. Uh, the Lakers are still suspect. Um, it took a lot. It took a lot for them to beat the Rockets. Like, it took a really oh, yeah. a lot Last for them night. to beat yep. the Rockets. It really did. Uh, but I just know that. Oh, they really need AD to come back, and they need AD to play like AD. Like that's ultimately what's gonna set them. Like as soon as, as soon as AD comes back and AD starts playing like like himself, then Mm -hmm. they really can use just minimal product. Like they only need minimal production from everybody else. Like if LeBron and AD are playing. And we've seen this on the championship run. Like if LeBron and AD are playing at a high level, that's why I was kind of confused on the rest move because they really, really didn't need him. As yeah. long, as, but I understand that he's the insurance in case, like now AD is out or in a situation that Bron is out, mm-hmm. and that's where they were in last year where they had Bron and AD out and they just had nobody else. But so I understand why he's there for those situations. But if Bron and AD are on, like honestly, this Lakers team can comp- compete with anybody. Like, yeah. I, I truly I truly believe it. Those two players are playing at their highest level. Like, Bron is playing right now, and, like, how we know AD can play. then They can compete with anybody, and the, everybody else is going to give them minimal production, and they mm-hmm. can win. That's what they did in the bubble. When they went and won in the bubble, they got minimal production from everybody else, and Bron and AD took things over. And I truly think that towards the end of the season, how they're going to make that push into a better playoff spot. Uh, and ultimately – kind of try to make a little run in the Western Conference because Braun and AD just have to do that. Like, if those two are on, I can take them against anybody. But if we don't have one or the other, then I'm very hesitant on this squad. Yeah, I mean,
0: last night against the Rockets, I mean, it took it took four guys to score 24 or more points and LeBron and Westbrook to have triple doubles for this the Lakers team to beat the Rockets by only nine points. And I think that if I told you that, LeBron and Westbrook dropped triple doubles. And then you had Malik Monk that dropped 25. You had Carmelo that dropped 24. You would have thought that they would have beat the Rockets by at least 20 to 30 points, but they get the victory there by nine points. Uh, they cover the number. And look, we got, I think we got to give credit to the Rockets as well, man. They uh, the, they got their starting back quarterback last night Did KPJ and Jalen Green. Uh, both, those com- both those guys combined for uh, 46 points last night for the Rockets. They got 22 from Christian Wood. And the bench also came and it was productive. This was a fun game to watch. I had this on one of my screens. It was a lot of fun to watch. But LeBron, again, the trend continues, guys. If you haven't been back in this every single game without uh, Anthony Davis in the lineup so far this season, LeBron has scored 30 or more points. I think that's up to eight or nine games now, uh, along with uh, grabbing rebounds as well. So I think until 80 doesn't come back and this market doesn't adjust, you've got to keep on uh, betting on LeBron's uh, points and rebounds combined to go over the number.
1: Um, last night... I didn't, Oh, go ahead. No, my fault. No, no. Go ahead. No, no. I was just saying. I was just saying. I I seen a stat somewhere. I don't remember where, and I didn't look into it myself. But I'm pretty sure it says something along the lines that LeBron now has the most thirty point games in the league, and he's only played like twenty six games. Wow.
0: Yeah, that kind of tells you a lot about LeBron, then, right? I mean, especially like how he's having to carry the team. I mean, I know I shit on LeBron so much, um, but do. I do. I do. I'll admit it. I'll be the first to admit it. I do. But uh, what he's been able to do. Uh, without Anthony Davis, I know hasn't translated to wins, but he hasn't had the, uh, he hasn't had the help, but he finally got some help last night. I think Malik Monk is going to be big for this team. As crazy as it sounds, he's a player, man. He can, he can knock get no, shots. shot. Wait,
1: wait, no, no, it doesn't sound crazy. It is li- literally what they need to do. It doesn't yeah. sound crazy because it's literally what they need to do. Malik Monk, when Austin Reeves comes back, Austin Reeves needs to have a defined role in that rotation so he can get going. He can know what's expected of him every single night because you can't keep giving somebody 20 minutes, 25 minutes, you know, one night and then giving them seven, eight the next night and think that this person's going to catch rhythm over the course of a season. Austin Reeves needs to come back. They need to give Austin Reeves a defined role and tell him, hey, when they get kicked that motherfucker to you, you better hit it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. When you they kick that motherfucker to you, you better hit it. Malik Monk is the, actually the only other person on this team besides LeBron James. Russell Westbrook, when he decides to play, uh-huh. Mello, um, and AD, when he's not hurt, that can create his own shot. That's very, yeah. very important. That, that nobody else on this team can create their own shot like him. Everybody else, literally everybody else has to be set up. Even THT needs to be set up to a certain extent, or he needs mm-hmm. to set somebody else up. But... So it's really ridiculous, like absolutely ridiculous that those two were fighting for minutes and it took a bunch of injuries for Malik Monk to be inserted in this starting lineup. Yeah. So, so and ultimately Frank Vogel, I put all of this on Frank Vogel and I truly think that they'd probably be better off if they fire Frank Vogel now and then just makeshift it through the rest of the year. They'd probably be better off for it, but uh, I don't know, man. It's ridiculous. Uh, upsetting. Yeah. And um, I mean, I'm not even a Lakers fan, but, you know, everybody, nobody, everybody knows my love for LeBron James. Everybody Mm. knows that, you know, LeBron James is one of the few players that I followed, like, from a kid coming up. That's who the person I saw. That's who I followed. And so – when you see somebody playing on an MVP level, because that's mm-hmm. what Bron is doing right now. He's playing on an MVP level and it not translate the wins. Yeah, that's the thing. And it's literally, it is literally, you could nitpick and try to nitpick and look at where you cannot blame it on Bron. He'd yeah. be the only person that has a positive plus minus. You, can, you cannot blame it on Bron. It's just everybody else isn't pulling their weight. And so... Well, now we have Stanley Johnson and uh, Darren Collison, who just came here off the street, getting valuable minutes. So uh, this team, this team is 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 very nerve wracking. They need to get healthy. They need to get out the protocol and they need to catch a rhythm and they need to catch a rhythm with each other very, very quickly, very, very quickly.
0: Yeah, I think you also probably, need to, as far as uh, from a betting perspective, that keep an eye out for Malik Monk uh, player props as well, because oh, absolutely. since he's returned, obviously, from health and safety protocols and been in the starting lineup, he's played 35-plus minutes in both of those games and had 20-plus points in both of those games. So LeBron can get all the help that he can. And last night, it took uh, almost every single guy in this lineup that had significant minutes for them to beat the Rockets. So I'm not taking much away from this Lakers victory last night other than LeBron's playing at an MVP level, like you said, uh, Terrell, and I think everybody agrees with that, but I'm looking for some of the other guys to kind of step up for the LA Lakers. Uh, let's put a bow on the Lakers. Um, I think that's it. I think nothing else significant that I saw happen. Uh, Jimmy Butler has returned to the lineup for the, um, for the Miami Heat uh, until they get some of their guys back. You probably also want to take a look at some uh, player props for uh, Jimmy Butler as well. Last night, he dropped twenty five points and I think he had like fifteen or sixteen assists for the Miami Heat and they they're starting to uh, turn things around there. Um, for uh down there in South Beach, they've now won. They've now that they, now they've won four games in a row, uh, six out of their last seven. So uh, looks like uh they're back on track and looking like the team that we saw at the beginning of the season. Uh, anything else, Terrell? Before we get into the Wednesday night games.
1: No, I think we talked people head off enough. Let's just go ahead and give give them what they came for. Give them the picks. All right. So let's
0: take one quick break here, and then Terrell and I will dive into the Wednesday night schedule in the NBA. College football championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is upon us. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no fee ticket site, and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets were NCAA football, NFL, concerts, NBA, and more. I was a few games that were in town here and that I wanted to go see to purchase tickets for, and I went over to tickpick.com and they made it so easy and the fees were non existent compared to all these other websites that are selling tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that all the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their college football tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on any other ticket site, TickPick will give you 110%. That's right, 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Visit TickPick today at tickpick.com SGP that's tickpick.com SGP ready to win money and boost your odds WinBet is now live in Arizona Colorado Indiana Michigan New Jersey Tennessee and Virginia we're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas the online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards right at your fingertips get in on all your favorite teams players and sports from NFL NBA MLB NFL NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football and more. Winbet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5 and win $400 in free bets. There's also this really great promo they just came out with. Win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in LA. That's right, a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in LA. All you have to do is bet $20 on Winbet to build your own bet. Feature and earn a chance to win a once in a lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at the Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and travel credit of $5,000. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. All right, coming off of the break, nine-game schedule here tonight in the NBA, and let's kick it off with the Charlotte Hornets headed to Indiana to take on the Pacers, where the Pacers are a three-point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 227. Let's check this injury report for tonight's game between these two teams. Miles, Miles Bridges and PJ Washington, as of this morning, are still in the health and safety protocols. For Indiana, uh, nobody in health and safety protocols, but Malcolm Brogdon is dealing with the right Achilles tendon uh, injury, um, which is sore right now. It's nothing significant yet, but he's been out for the past couple of games. But Terrell, uh, three point home favorites here for the Indiana Pacers. What are you thinking?
1: I mean, Charlotte does suck on the road. Like, Charlotte is really bad on the road. Uh, their home road split is still outrageous, I think. I think they won a couple on the road recently, maybe one or two. Uh, I know I'll double check Portland. that. I know, I know they beat Portland on the road. Uh yeah, they beat Portland on no, they lost a, they lost that game in Portland. Yeah, lost they, to Portland. They lost to the Portland.
0: They beat, they beat Denver. Beat the Nuggets.
1: Yep. Yeah, that was the Nuggets. That was the game they won. I knew they won something. I was like what the fuck. Uh so yeah, they get a home game, they go back on the road here. Last game of 2021 for them. Uh Oof.
0: Let me, let me jump oh, in here. Uh, yeah, uh, go I ahead. should have mentioned that it's ugly. <laughs> this is the third game between these two uh, clubs already this season. Uh, the first game of the season, Charlotte won the game uh, 123-122 as a one-and-a-half-point underdog, and then they also beat the Hornets on November 19th, 121-118 as a one-point underdog. Both of those games flew over the total. Um, I believe the first one was at home for Charlotte and that second game on November 19th was also a home game for Charlotte. So this is uh, the one game that's going to be in Indiana.
1: Yeah. I mean, why, why should I bat the Hornets in this spot? I mean, they still just have a very, very bad track record on the road. Uh, The Pacers are playing like they're playing decently and they're beating Teams that they should be, and they're losing the teams that they should lose to. Like, you know, they they look at their last couple of losses. They lost to the Bulls. They lost to the Heat. Both of those, and they lost to the Bucks. All those games on the road. Yeah. Uh They lose to the to the Warriors at home. Okay, but if you look at you know the home games they've won, they've beaten the Rockets. They've beaten the Pistons. They've beaten the Mavericks. They've beaten the Knicks. They've beaten the Wizards. Like. <laughs> You know, yeah. it, it it seems like they're they're handling business against the teams they should handle business against. And I mean, should they not beat this Hornets team that just can't for some reason just can't get it going on the road? I think the Hornets are a good squad. I think they're a very good basketball squad, and yeah. they're above five hundred. So maybe that's the angle to look at of the Pistons playing teams above five hundred and ad- actually beating them. But um, I don't know. I without Miles Bridges and PJ Washington, which are some really good depth pieces, and even though I really, really like this Hornets team, I really, really do. They're just kind of stuck on auto fade on for me on the road until I see something else. And I think this Pacers team is good enough to get a win you know, a three point win.
0: Yeah, and if we kind of take a look at uh the Indiana Pacers Terrell, that their record right now overall, straight up record is 14 and 20. But at home this season, they're 11-7. So 11 of their 14 wins have come um, at home so far this season. So I think I do have to back the Indiana Pacers at home tonight uh, against this Charlotte Hornets team. They probably know that, hey, the Hornets have beaten us twice already this season um, on their floor. Now they're coming into our building that we need to take care of business against the Hornets tonight. And, you know, not having Miles Bridges, I think it's significant. Uh, because he is their leading scorer uh, so far this season. Also, you don't have another uh, depth piece and a role player like PJ Washington. So, you know, if they're able to um, try to contain, you know, one of Terry Rozier or LaMelo Ball, I think they have a good chance of winning. I think that, you know, this might be a demondis bonus game or a Miles, one of those two guys, Miles Turner. Um, uh, you know, I'll dig a little deeper into the uh, numbers later on, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think this is a game where the Pacers kind of take out, come out and take care of business against a Hornets team.
1: Um, thoughts on the total here, Toril, of two twenty-seven? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, let's just—I'm—I'm I'm still on the over. Like, I'm still on the overweight. I think Karis LeVert can have a really, really big game for them. Yeah. Uh, last time out, all five starters were in double figures for mm-hmm. the Pacers. Uh, when they played the Bulls, they got up for that game. Um, I think that we can get some similar production. Uh, Looking for Chris Duarte coming off the three-point line to make a few. And uh, so he may be a proper looking forward three-pointers made against uh, this Charlotte Hornets bunch. And, you know, I think that is some points scored. I think that there can be an opportunity for the Hornets to cover. Yeah, uh, it's going to come down to that third quarter i the Pacers. So that's probably the angle I'm more likely I'm more inclined to look at. OK, if I were to bet against the Indiana Pacers because the Pacers come out fast. That's just how they done. They're like, I think, behind. They may actually be in front of the Cavs. Let me look into that um, just to make sure. In that first quarter, uh, that first quarter stat. But they come out very, very fast. And so I could see a, a, a potential play that I'd be willing to put a little, like, a piece of the bet on of, hey, the Pacers come out here and win the first quarter, uh, but the Hornets win the game. I can see that because Charlotte's a second yeah. half team. I, can, I would put a bet on the Hornets to win the third quarter, especially if they're down in any amount. If they're down at any amount, I put a bet on them to win the third quarter. So maybe this game, where I'm actually putting money-wise, I'm more attacking in pieces. Like I'm taking the first quarter with the uh, Pacers, and then I'm watching that second quarter, watching and seeing where where the Hornets come in at uh, for the third quarter, and then I'll hop back in on them on the third in the third. So I'm a hundred percent. Willing to bet this game in pieces as a whole, not necessarily unless I'm taking that over, yeah. Uh, but for the terms of since we pick every single game against the spread, I'll go ahead and I will pick uh Indiana here. It's just really hard to ignore that rose that home road split for the Hornets right now,
0: yeah. And if you're kind of looking at totals as well, uh, the the Pacers at home so far this season 12 and six towards the over, uh, averaging up close to 116 points per game, and the Hornets on the road, they're 11 and 11 first half overs but they're averaging close to 118 points and this first half total is right at 116 and a half um for uh for this game so far so i'm kind of looking at towards taking down the indiana pacers team total here tonight as well. terrell um in the first game in the other in two games this season so far the indiana pacers have scored 122 and 118 so far so uh that might be an angle especially with all their guys majority of guys being healthy um, not sure about Malcolm Brogdon yet. He is questionable, like we said, but um, yeah, kind of looking at the Pacers team total as well. So uh, I'm definitely not going to be playing the under in this game. I think this might be an over game, uh, especially with these two teams and what they've done um, so far this season uh, in their first two games. Uh, let's move on to the next game, Terrell. We have the New York Knicks headed to Detroit to take on the Pistons, where the New York Knicks are a seven point road favorite. Currently seeing a total of two hundred nine and a half. Let's check the injury report here for this game. I'll start with the Knicks because it is um, it's it's easier. Uh, most of their guys are back from health and safety protocols. The only significant piece that is not there is uh, Nerland's Noel, uh, but everybody is bit is back for the Knicks. For the Pistons, it's a very very long list of guys that are out with health and safety protocols, and I will quickly run through this. Um, so guys that are out with health and safety protocols, Cade Cunningham, Killian Hayes, Josh Jackson, Corey Joseph, Saban Lee, Trey Lyles, Rodney McGruger, uh, and Isaiah Stewart. So pretty much, I think their top seven, eight guys are all, all out, uh, for this game. Um, let me see if these two teams have matched up this season so far. And they did, they just played. Recently. Yeah. December 21st. Uh, the Knicks took care of business in uh, build, their building. They won that game 105-91, and this will be uh, the second matchup this season between these two teams. But Terrell, uh, let's kick things let's kick things off here, man. Seven point road favorites. What are you thinking?
1: Oh man, I'm very uh, scared to take the Knicks in this spot. I am scared to lay almost eight points with the Knicks. Terrified, even as a fan pure terrified i'm gonna do it because fuck the pistons are going through some shit right now boy <laughs> i tell you they are going through some shit but i i i'm terrified to do it i don't care i am very terrified to ladies eight points i will not bet this in in actuality but for the terms of picking the podcast and if anybody just wants to you know hop on the heater that i'm on jesus christ uh the Knicks, the Knicks, the really shouldn't lay that many points against anybody. Like they really, really shouldn't. They, they are. Yes, they're playing better. Yes, you know, Kemba inserted back in that lineup has been a spark to get them um, kind of rolling a little bit. But it's looking rough. I can see them giving up a ton of points to Sadiq Bay, yep. and just go so crazy from the three point line. That is a concern for me. I may look into Sadiq Bay. Props, maybe, I can see them just letting somebody like him go off from three-point line. And Knicks have struggled to defend three-point line recently. They even like it didn't it didn't feel like they were str- by the box score doesn't look like they struggled too much, but they did they like they let Minnesota hang in that game for a really long time last night. Like they Minnesota was always in spitting distance. They weren't necessarily ever really too much of a fear to win. Yeah. They took the lead maybe a couple times, but they They were always in spinning distance of that game last night, and that's terrifying uh with how much that Minnesota is missing and now basically you know you have the same thing with the Pistons here, and mm-hmm. you just have a larger number so uh I lay the eight with the Knicks because I just can't see myself backing the Pistons, and this may be something that you just kind of close your eyes and bet it and just bet Pistons, and it's they somehow find a way to cover yeah. but um. Yeah, no, I, the thing I'd probably be more I- interested in is Julius Randle rebounds. Uh, I, I think he smashes his rebounds prop. He he does it when Erlens Noel is out. Yeah. And when Erlens Noel is not in the lineup, he typically smashes his rebounds prop as that other, you know, big guy in the lineup that's getting a lot of rebounds. Like in a in a game where Mitchell Robinson broke his career high with 18 rebounds, Julius Randle still had 15. So, yeah. uh. Julius Reynolds rebounds is a prop that I think I could get behind, but man, I mean, th- th- this is an ugly game to bet the Knicks. I will say that I maybe I'm being a fan too much, but I just don't trust the Knicks' lane as much. But I'm still going to do it. Yeah,
0: again, uh, the Knicks are on a back to back. Like you mentioned, Terrell, they did play in Minnesota last night. Back to back situation so far this season. The Knicks uh, only four games. are two and two against the spread. Uh, one and three, and which uh, is
1: crazy. Which is crazy. My fault. Which is crazy that. that they're getting this much. Uh, I just realized I interrupt you all the time. That's just hilarious. <laughs> like I really do interrupt you all the time. Uh, you probably should start a counter of how many times this happens. But but it's crazy because this this line is at eight, and you would think this line is at eight. Like if the Knicks weren't on off a of back to back. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they are off of bat to bat is saying that they really think the line is probably around ten or eleven, and that is just blasphemy to me. So, uh, uh, I'm I'm kind of talking myself into just blind betting the Pistons. But fuck, I'm gonna just take the Knicks. I, I, the Pistons are missing way too much.
0: Yeah, it, it, I'm trying to make a case for the Pistons as well. I mean, they they took on the San Antonio Spurs, you know, a couple nights ago, and they got their doors blown off. Yeah, that was without uh even Deshante Murray in that lineup where they won or uh, they sorry lost that game 144-109 and they gave up 144 points through. Um so that's a little concerning for me. Um and then also they I mean they were competitive against Miami but they had more of their guys that are in this rotation uh, that played in that game but god. Uh yeah, I think you're right. Man, this is probably one of the more tougher games to handicap tonight. I'll guess I'll lean with the New York Knicks. I just want to make sure that everybody's playing tonight. But um, you know, if we get the same defensive effort from these uh from the Detroit Pistons as they had over their last two games, I think the Knicks will probably run away with this game. So I'll lean towards the Knicks as well. I don't like laying this number the number of points, especially with the Knicks team, like you mentioned. But um for the show purposes, I won't be betting this game, but for show purposes leaning towards the Knicks here. Uh thoughts on the total 209 and a half.
1: Oh uh, is multiple things that could happen um the Knicks could just go crazy and blow them out of water like San Antonio did, yeah, uh, they could be in the game and you know kind of make it a game, um maybe a lean to the over, I just feel like that's kind of a low total, but, yeah, uh shit. I, beats me. I just I don't know. Right? I don't yeah, know I was this one. I don't know what to expect from fucking Luca Garza yeah. starting in this game. Like <laughs> you know, Luke Garz, Luca Garza, and Frank Jackson as the big small in this game. Like I mean, I don't know what to expect. Like I don't know what to expect from everybody else in this Pistons unit. So I just rather not bet it, or if I do bet it, just fade them.
0: Yeah, I think this is a game that are probably leaning towards the over in this game. Um, Just because, again, I want to see more out of this uh, Detroit Pistons defense before I can get behind them. uh, Now, what I
1: would say, Uh what I will say is that this is a game that has a potential for you to hit some degenerate-ass bets. Yeah. Because if you just look at who's starting for this team, Mm -hmm. when when you get play time, you get opportunity. And at the end of the day, these are all NBA players. Right. So all of these players have the potential to go crazy. Like, if we look at the last game, Luka Garza had 20. Right. And 20 Luke minutes. Luka Garza had 20. Yes. Luka Garza had 20. Like, uh, we know what Diallo or Sadiq Bay could do. Yeah. Cassius, is that Cassius Stanley? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, so yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, yeah so you're right. Stanley came off the bench and had nine in three mm. for five for shooting at, in 20 minutes. Like, what if what if he goes off? Like, it just just look at what betting props, like player props, you can get for these games. Yeah, and just kind of look at the Knicks suck against the shooting guard position. They mm. fucking suck against the shooting guard position. They let them hit threes. They let them do whatever the fuck they want. So maybe Diallo is somebody that you look at and you say, hey, let me just take a, a prop on Diallo to have. You know, another big game. He had 28 last game. Yeah. So, I mean, they're getting opportunity, and, you know, the, the books aren't going to set their lines too high for fear of people just coming in and smashing the under. Uh-huh. So this is your chance to go take a, a guy like this for 20-plus points and get maybe plus 300 money or anything like that. So uh something yeah. to think about. Yeah, this might be
0: like a, a – a... A free shooter, free crab roll here. Because if we kind of go back and look at the Knicks game against the Pistons um a couple or about a week ago or so, Sadiq Bey was the play was that only starter that's playing tonight. Him and oh, sorry, him and Diallo are the only two starters that are going to be playing tonight. So you're going to need guys like Luke Garza, uh Frank Jackson to step up tonight for this team. So um again, I'm kind of looking at the points prop here for some of these guys. Hamadou Diallo, 16 and a half, Luka Garza, 10 and a half. I think that's worth a look. Um, and then Sadiq Bays is at 18 and a half. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, do your due diligence and your, and your handicapping on if you're going to bet on some of these Pistons uh, player props tonight because, again, um, somebody is going to have to score for this team. So, uh, yeah, definitely look out for those player props. Okay, we're spending way too much time on this game. Uh, let's get over to the next game, Terrell. We have the uh, L.A. Clippers. Headed to Boston to take on the Celtics, where the Celtics are a five and a half point home favorite here. I'm uh, currently seeing a total of 210.5. Let's check the injury report here. Um, For the Boston Celtics, we still have a few guys that are in the health and safety protocols. We know about Jason Tatum, who was put in the health and safety protocols on Monday. Dennis Schroeder, Aaron Neesman, CJ Miles, Ennis Freedom, and Bruno Fernando are the five, six players that are in the health and safety protocols. And then for the L.A. Clippers, a lot of guys with injuries. Um, Nicholas Batum is out tonight with a right ankle sprain. We know about Paul George. Reggie Jackson is also out tonight. He's in health and safety protocols. um, And that is pretty much it for the Clippers. So let's start with this game, Terrell. Five-and-a-half point home favorites for the Celtics. I kind of know which way you're going to go with
1: this game, but uh, what are you thinking? This is fucking disgusting. (laughs) This game is disgusting, but why the hell am I laying five points with the Celtics? Like, why am I laying, why why am I giving the Celtics five points? Why? This game should really be a lot closer. Like, I, who, okay, after you reading off that list, like, who am I trusting in that Celtics roster besides Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart? Like, um oh, I mean, I gosh. don't I don't who who am I really trusting to have consistent production? Like I mean at least I I don't even trust the I, I really don't trust either one of these teams. Like this is this is another, you know, instance where they're putting two teams that I really don't freaking like against each other and telling me to pick the game. Yeah. Uh maybe I should wire that into my contract that I'm trusting don't have to pick- you're I don't have to pick games. I don't have to pick the games. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't have to pick the games that the Celtics and the Clippers play each other. I think that's, I think that's some terms and conditions I can get my lawyer to work out for me. Uh, <laughs> look, I, I, I don't, I don't see how you can, I don't see how you can sit here and really trust the Celtics to win this game. Maybe they do. Uh, you know, Peyton Fisher wasn't even efficient last time. Like, that's just what I'm – like, just – I I remember – I just remember him missing a lot of buckets. I don't even know what his final box score was. I just remember him missing a lot of shots. Uh, so, I really don't know. I, I don't know how you can expect anything good to come from the Celtics roster. Whereas, there's a few pieces on the Clippers that I think can show up, whether they do or not, is fully up to them. Like, the, sometimes Clippers just don't feel like showing up for games – But, you know, I can see, like, a Marcus Morris going out there and just having a game. I can see Luke Kennard catching fire from the three-point line and he having a game. Uh, Brandon Boston missed um, a a shot to win the game against the – to tie the game or, or something like that against the Nuggets, I think it was yeah and maybe that lifted, lifted a little fire lit a little fire under him like they have pieces mm-hmm. like they have pieces that I think are okay on the clippers but when I start digging down in the wire and looking at the bench for the Boston, I just don't think they could sustain and that's what's probably going to keep the clippers in this game so give me the clippers and the points and just I don't know I'm gonna close my eyes and just hope they cover.
0: Yeah, I think that um, at least in this game, you're right. I, I was looking at uh Marcus Morris' player props in this game <clears throat> because he is probably going to be the primary scorer for this team, especially when you don't have Reggie Jackson uh, and you don't have, uh, obviously, Paul George in this lineup. So last game uh for the Clippers, he scored 20 points for them. And I think he's going to be that guy, again, that's going to have to kind of take on that scoring uh, uh, responsibility for the uh, – for the Clippers here tonight, and the you know, last game, like I said, he dropped twenty four. He played, um, let's see, twenty seven minutes. Got up thirteen shots. Um, so I think, yeah, Marcus Morris. I'm also looking at some Robert Williams props here for uh, the uh, the game here tonight. But as far as this, like, I I saw the coach of the Boston Celtics kind of call this team out after the loss that they took against the Minnesota Timberwolves the other night. And that said, he said that this was one of their worst losses of the entire year so far. This will be interesting to see if the Celtics kind of respond from that, but I kind of want to dive into the numbers here and it's, it's nothing pretty. I mean, Boston has been very, very mediocre against the spread so far this season, seven, seven to one at home, Uh, six and seven as a home favorite. So nothing really sticks out. Um, I'll lead also with the Clippers here. Again, until I, I see Boston start winning games without Jason Tatum, I uh, cannot get behind uh, this team. Uh, so I will lead with the Clippers here, getting the points at plus five and a half. But I do like uh, Marcus Morris' points tonight. Um, a little teaser to the propcast later today. So. Uh, definitely keep that in mind. And also, Robert Williams, if you're able to find that nine-and-a-half number, it's a little juiced, but um, I think that he should easily be able to grab 10 rebounds here tonight.
1: Uh, thoughts on the um, total, Terrell, or anything else? Under. I'm just going to bet under. And yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm just going to bet under there. Uh, give me um, Eric Bledsoe and Jalen Brown, respectively, to get a double-double. I'll take a shot on that. I think with so many players out, Eric Bledsoe is, is gonna get the majority, the bulk of assists for this team. Yeah. Like they're gonna get the ball. And then if Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, like he has some scores around him. Luke Kennard can score. Like Terrence Mann can score. Yeah. Marcus Morris can score. Like so he has some player, even like Zubat on the inside can put like so give me give me Eric Bledsoe for a double double. That's a uh you're getting plus five fifty over there. Um, at a book, plus 500, probably around that range, anywhere, plus 300 around the range for Jalen Brown. Like, he's getting, he's going to be all over the court and he's going to be getting all those rebounds that Jason Tatum will snag up or anything like that. Mm. The books haven't adjusted for it. So I'd play both of their rebounds and assist props like individually. Yeah. And just take, and take the over on there. Like, I see Jalen Brown is six and a half. That's way too fucking low. If I was on the prop cast, I think I would lock that bet up. At six six and a half rebounds for Jalen Brown. I'm pretty sure he can get over he can get seven. Like seven or more, it should be about an auto bet in this round, in this realm with Jason Tatum out, who is who steals majority of rebounds for this team. Like it's not the bigs, it's Jason Tatum who steals the majority of rebounds for that team. Um, and then Air Bledsoe at five and a half for the assist. Like I think, I think they both of those cash. Like, relatively easily i'll probably do a same game parlay and have those two as the focal points of of the same game parlay for that
0: i'm trying to look up uh the Jalen brown's uh game log he had a double double last game oh this is the only game without jason tatum this season for him so yeah you're right yeah i think so yeah so he yeah
1: he had he had a double double last game i think he can do it again yeah uh i would actually what be what would be fun is just like taking the, um, what would I call it? Like the staircase approach on his rebounds. Cause I really do think that I, I just don't trust Al Horford and Robert Williams to consistently get re- rebounds. And I think um, I don't know if they play both of those two in the lineup a lot, wow. but, or how often their usage is with all three, you know, Robert Williams, Jalen Brown and uh, Al Horford on the court, but wow going for jalen brown's over on his prop and then going 10 rebounds 10 rebounds is plus 350 and then going up to 12 like 12 is plus 900 like i i can see at the end of the day if jalen brown had 12 13 rebounds i'd be like well duh like there's no fucking jason tatum out there like he can like those two are literally fighting each other for rebounds any given night so yeah uh I, I would be interested in his rebounds prop. I think that that could be something that I don't think he has too much size to go against for the Clippers against the Clippers. I think he could smash that.
0: Yeah, these two teams matched up and I should have mentioned this back on December uh, 11th I believe uh, Clippers won that game by three points, 114 111 and that was a game without Paul George for the Clippers. Um, Reggie Jackson did play in that game but um, another game that they did or they did have Eric Bledsoe. So
1: and, uh, ultimately, the <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Ultimately, the Clippers know how to play without their star. The Celtics haven't shown that they can play without yeah. theirs. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Um, yeah, so definitely look at those rebounding props tonight, guys. I think that I, I like Robert Williams. I think I also like Jalen Brown to I, to be able to get seven. I think that's a very conservative number. You're right, Terrell. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to see if Al Horford's at. Yeah, he's at seven and a half as well. So
1: maybe put together a yeah, fun those three. Between those three, somebody's going to have an amazing rebound day. Like somebody I, – I, I lean a little bit more towards the two we talked about, um, uh-huh. Jalen Brown and Robert Williams. But somebody's yeah. going to have, like, a really good rebound day. And one of those three are gonna be, is going to be in double-double territory. Like, I'm almost guaranteeing that one of those three is probably going to be in double-double territory by the end of the night.
0: Yeah, I think for Robert Williams, the case is that if he's able to stay out of foul trouble, that he can grab the rebounds because three out of his last four games so far this season, uh, he's been he's at 11 or more, and he's played 29, 34, 39, 22 minutes. So uh, I already uh, glocked up Robert Williams over nine and a half rebounds here tonight. So um, I think I'm also going to – I like that angle that you said about Jalen Brown on his rebounds as well. So it gets a little tricky Um, betting
1: two guys to get rebounds on the same team, but uh, it's always a possibility. And then uh, I, I don't see him up here. I don't know. Is Marcus Smart playing in this game? Do you know? I don't. See uh, it Smart. says questionable on his uh, on his uh, inj- on their injury report. Says questionable. Oh, he's gonna. Oh, he he's gonna go playing. off. He's gonna go off. He's gonna go off. This is gonna be the Marcus Smart game. It has to be. This is gonna be the Marcus Smart game. He's gonna go off. Every time somebody is questionable and then they end up and you're like, oh, they're gonna play. They're not gonna play. They're gonna play. They're not gonna play. And then they end up playing. They go off. It is it, is guaranteed. KD was – question. it was one game this season. KD was questionable all, all the way up until going into the game and then played last minute and had a triple-double. Marcus Smart's yeah. going to go off.
0: That, that was night. a game because uh, Harden got put in health and safety protocols. So, uh, KD didn't have a choice but to play. But, yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, well, I have to play. All right, I'm just going to go out and drop
1: a 40-piece here. Uh, think thing yeah, had like was, 44 that night. It never fails. The The questionable person is always the person that goes off, always. So yeah, um, I like Mark. I might actually do a same game parlay for this. I just don't. I probably stay away from a side, but uh, I, I like some. I like v- individual player props in this game. I will say that much.
0: Yeah, uh, quickly to wrap it up before we get to the next game, Marcus Smart did not play in that game against Minnesota. So uh, look out for if Marcus Smart's gonna be be able to play tonight. If not, you're gonna get another 45 minute game for Peyton Pritchard. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, last game where he dropped. 24 points on 22 shots, only made eight of them. All right, Terrell, let's get to the next game, man. Uh, probably one of the fun games tonight. We have uh, the Atlanta Hawks traveling to Chicago to take on the Bulls. Where the Bulls Is it are really? And eh, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, the rest of them are kind of snoozers, but
1: um, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second.
0: Yeah, the Atlanta Hawks headed to the Chicago Bulls uh, to take, uh, like I said, take on the Bulls. Eight and a half point home favorites here for the Chicago Bulls with a total of 223. These two teams just matched up the other night on Monday, where the Bulls, like I said, got the victory 130-118. The Atlanta Hawks saw the return of uh, Trey Young in that game. Let's look at the injury report for the Atlanta Hawks, and it is not fun. The entire team is pretty much in health and safety protocols. Um I'll read off the name. So Bogdan Bogdanovich has entered the health and safety protocols. John Collins, Sharif Cooper. uh, 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 Who was that? Malik Elson, Danilo Gallinari. uh, Niang is also – no, it's not Niang. uh, DeAndre Hunter, we know is out. Jalen Johnson, TLC – Onyeki Okunwa, Lou Williams, DeLon
1: Wright, all, pretty much entire roster, except for Clint Capella and uh, Trey Young. So, so everybody that didn't have co- – wasn't in the protocol for the – Hawks because the Hawks just came off of just sending a whole bunch of people to the protocol. So everybody that wasn't in the protocol during that time is now in the protocol. And so now they're playing with the other half of the team that just got out of the protocol.
0: Yeah, so let me so- just – Let me just say the starters who are probably going to be playing in this game. It's going to be Cam Reddish, Clint Capella, Trey Young. Uh, You're going to get a lot of Skylar Mays. You're going to get a lot of Lance Stevenson, and you're going to get a lot of uh, Shaw D. Brown Jr. So let's start with that. Now, let me get over to the Chicago Bulls side of things. Uh, The Bulls, Lonzo Ball, Tony Bradley, are in the health and safety protocols. And AC, Alex Caruso, is out with a left foot sprain. So, who Terrell, eight and a half point favorites here, man. What are you thinking? <laughs> it seems like a Trey Young game where he just goes out and scores like 50 points.
1: I mean, well, maybe not 50. 40. Yeah, I mean, he, he – He's going to have he, to. He, he – he, um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe – uh maybe I'm on Clint Capella to just turn out with a 2010. Like I, I pff, maybe it's Cam Reddish. Like maybe he gets a double double and it's off of the strength of Cam Reddish and Clint Capella. Those guys might play 40 minutes tonight. Like those to. three might those three might play 40 minutes tonight. Like they really might. And that is the only way that I can see myself backing the Hawks in the eight is that I can just sit here and I can guarantee that those three play 40 minutes tonight. And I guess that's what I'm doing because I'm on the Hawks. Uh, this, is, this is going – I struggled to name the Knicks as, you know, I'm taking them. Yeah. With somebody out with COVID, I really struggled to take them. I am struggling to take the Bulls, who not only just played this team, uh, so they have that aspect. Yeah, but the Bulls have slight COVID issues themselves. Uh, maybe you know Demar Derozan and uh, Zach Levine just go crazy again, and this isn't even close. Uh, I just feel like no, who the heck is running to the teller to bet the Hawks tonight? Like, who is running to the teller to bet the Hawks? Tonight? <laughs> I, I I don't know where the money is at, but and. In NBA, it kind of normally doesn't even matter where the money is at. Like I just feel like the game will go like everybody could, the public could be right very easily in the NBA. Yeah, and they'll just cash out big, and the books will just take the hit. Uh, but I mean, who's running? Who's running to a teller to bet on the the Hawks tonight? I mean, nobody. Uh, I I wouldn't think that anybody is. So. <sighs> Yeah, this is gonna. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just close my eyes and bet, Hawks. Like, I'm just close my eyes and bet, Hawks.
0: I think this is a game where you kind of do get down on the player props, and I'm trying to see where this number opened up at. So, it, it opened up at eight and a half. What I'm seeing, um, it's down to eight, but the total is the one that has moved a lot, which it opened up at 220 and a half, and I'm seeing 223s, 220, 220 uh, 222 and a half. So, I think that's where the direction is kind of going for this game. I can't get behind this Atlanta Hawks team right now, especially when they only have three guys that are pretty much significant pieces of Cam Reddish, Trey Young and Clint Capella. I think the Chicago Bulls, when you have pretty much A your deep, entire team. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're deep. deep, man. Yeah. So yeah.
1: even with Lonzo out, even with uh, who else is Caruso in yeah caruso like they're still man fuck it all right yeah let's just fuck it let's bet bulls like <laughs> that's really they're just ravaged. they are ravaged by covid that's really really tough uh yeah let's just bet bulls fuck it. yeah
0: i think i would probably take cam reddish to get over 20 points tonight 20 or more points because he's gonna have to uh and then also probably just get down on trey young points rebounds and assists tonight i mean or points and assists at least um just because it is going to have to be Trey Young, like he's going to have the ball in his hand ninety
1: percent of the time for this team for the Atlanta Hawks, so definitely look out. I think for those. he'll set up. I think he'll. I think Cam Rush can have a really nice game. I think Trey Young will set him and Clint Capella up very, very nicely. Like, yeah, last I game think, he had thirty. I would bet. Yeah, I would bet Trey Young to like. I would bet his double double and assist, and I would take a hard guess that at least seven or eight went to the combo of Cam Rush and Clint Capella. Like I. And I would I would like there's there's multiple ways that I would attack uh, SGP in this game. And I and I ultimately do like same game parlay in these games where teams are out with COVID because you just don't know what can happen. And you can catch some real value on some guys that they don't expect to score. Like, uh, I mean, we shouldn't on the rest of these Hawks players, but somebody else besides those three for the Hawks is going to is going to score tonight. Yeah. That's kind of my nervousness because I don't know who's going to go crazy, and I don't think the Bulls know who's going to go crazy as well, so that could catch people off guard. There probably be, need to be some in-game adjustments, and we've seen the Hawks beat people with half a roster before. We've seen yeah. them go into Philly and beat Philly with half a roster. Like So that's that's kind of my nervousness. Um man, fuck it. No, I'm going to just go back. I'm going to go back to Hawks. I'm just going uh, go to the Hawks. I, I'll say I'm this, very nervous, that, but I'll say the eight and a half is a lot. Like eight yeah, and a half is a lot. Bogdanovich did play
0: in that game last game for the Atlanta Hawks against the Chicago Bulls team. He played 41 minutes and scored yep. 20 points, but now he's in the health and safety protocol. So that opens up a, another more scoring uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. So I think I'm just going to be bold and just get down on Cam Reddish points props and Trey Young points props. I mean, the book has it at 32 and a half for Trey Young, but
1: 32 and a half shit yeah,
0: his points so again that's what the market is telling you is that that pretty much that it's going to have to be the trey young show tonight shit. um and his points and assists are at 42 and a half and that's without rebounds terrell so um shit. yeah yeah uh let me see Damn. what his double
1: double is real quick here for i don't, I don't think they it's have probably it listed. like plus 100 plus yeah they don't have it listed at least on draft yeah list. yeah yeah, no, nah, I, I don't think they have. I don't, I don't see any Bulls props right now because I'm sure they don't even know who the fuck is playing. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. This is maybe I should have did the same thing with the Pistons, but I, I don't know. It just feels like some of these like sometimes these COVID ravaged teams, be really be covering and winning these games. Like, so I don't know. I don't know. Um fuck this game why are we staying on the stupid <laughs> ass right, let's games. move let's move All on right, yes. to the I'm next i'm taking game. the hawks i'm taking the hawks ultimately i'm taking the hawks yeah i'll, I'll lean
0: with the bulls here but definitely a game that you want to look at atlanta hawks uh, player props in this game for sure so uh let's move on to the next game we have the la lakers headed to memphis to take on the grizzlies where the grizzlies are a six point home favorite currently seeing a total of a two tw- sorry 227 these two teams did match up Uh, I think, already twice this season. Uh, Yeah, so let's start with back on October 24th, the Lakers uh, beat the uh, Memphis Grizzlies 121-118, and then they played each other again. Uh, Where did it go? Memphis, And uh, yeah, December 9th, where the Memphis Grizzlies got the victory at home 108-95. So this is the third matchup between these two teams here uh, in Memphis tonight. Looking at the injury report, not one submitted for the L.A. Lakers yet because they did play last night against the Houston Rockets. For the Memphis Grizzlies, guys that are in health and safety protocols, you have Dylan Brooks, Jared Culver, uh, John Conchar, D'Anthony Milton, uh, and that is pretty much it. And I will quickly throw this out there for the L.A. Lakers in back-to-back situations. this season two and two against the spread, so not much there. But they are three and one to the over. Um, and, the, again, a lot of their games uh, for the Lakers uh, so far, at least over the past two weeks, have been going over the total. But Terrell, uh, six-point home favorites here for the
1: Memphis Grizzlies, man. What are you thinking? it's so hard to get behind the uh the Lakers it is really hard and ultimately i think that these six points is coming out of because um i think that the six points is, is is basically because they have nobody like they have nobody and they just played last night yeah whereas you know the Grizzlies have nobody, but they got some stars still up. Like, they still got Jaron Jackson Jr. They still got Desmond Bain. They still got John Morant. Like, so, I mean, LeBron still is going to be there. I don't know what production I'm going to get from Russell Westbrook this game. Um, I, I actually do trust Malik Monk to have a good game. Yeah. Um, God, the Lakers are last and last against the spread. Uh, is really hard, really hard, but I, I think I'm I'm I really don't like this slate. I really feel like I'm just kind of gut picking a bunch of these and nothing that I can guarantee that's gonna happen. But I just feel like that the I think that Memphis gets up for this game, but I like getting Memphis as a dog versus these big contenders in the Western Conference why, rather than a favorite. Like, I I can sit here and say Memphis can win the game, but can they win it by multiple possessions? Like, will they be dominant like that against this Lakers team? I don't know if they get up that much. I think they get up enough to make it a close game, and, you know, maybe they do eke a 3-point, 4-point win, or maybe they get something off of some free throws late and and ultimately get a win. But uh, I don't know if I want Memphis laying this many points. I don't know if I trust them that much. So with that, wow. I, I I'm going Lakers. <sighs> yeah,
0: I mean we've talked about this Memphis team that gets up against Western Conference teams, but they've been a pretty much a uh, underdog in most of those games. Um, I'm kind of going back and looking at the box scores here for the past couple games in these two matchups. So when the Lakers won the game, 121-118, uh, John Moran in that game scored 40 for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Anthony Davis had 22, and then Russell Westbrook only scored 13. And then if I kind of fast forward to the last game between these two teams, um, that was a more of a low-scoring game, 108-95. But LeBron dropped a triple-double in that game for the uh, L.A. Lakers. Anthony Davis, again, had 22 points in that game. Russell Westbrook, again, struggled in that game. So, I think you're on the right track that it might be another LeBron and Malik Monk game. As far as the side here, oh, man, God. Uh, I'll lean with the Lakers here getting the six. and I mean, we can see a scenario where the Memphis Grizzlies just come out and crush them. Because yep. these, I mean, you had your starters play a lot of minutes last night, Terrell, against the Rockets, yep. right?
1: Yep. LeBron played thirty nine, Westbrook thirty five, Malik Monk forty. So they again, is that same tonight? They're going to be in the game, yeah. They have to do and, the exact same thing tonight,
0: yeah. I'll, I'll lean with the Lakers here, man. I I don't love this game either, but again, nothing really sticks out. I do like the over in this game. I will say that because the Lakers have been number one playing at a high pace. They're number one in the league. Um, and they also haven't been great on the defensive end. Uh, and But this also have been scoring points either. And we know that the Memphis Grizzlies can put up points on their own as well because they have the players, like right? John ja Morant. Um, I mean, the list goes on for them. Desmond Bain has been playing out of his mind for the Memphis Grizzlies. So all in plus six. But I do like the over in this game for the uh, Lakers and the Grizzlies. Anything else for this game, Terrell?
1: um it's gonna come on like if the lakers are in this game it's gonna come off the backs of somebody from that roster somebody else from that roster has to do something if they're gonna be in this game at all It, it has to be uh i can very well see this get ugly i'm just i don't know if i'm prepared to lay that many points um with memphis right now and they got you know a lot of good pieces like out like a lot of good pieces that will step up when John Moran, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Desmond Bain come off the floor. That's what I'm concerned about.
0: Yeah, and again, the market continues. I don't know why to underprice LeBron's points and sorry points and rebounds again at 37 and a half again tonight. I know they're on a back to back, so the potential of a blowout is there where they might not play very very many minutes uh, if it is a blowout. So, but again, it's really on the back of LeBron. But I think Malik Monk. I think we gotta get behind Malik Monk props uh, Terrell. He's only at 15 and a half here tonight, uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh-huh. And he's still young. He's, he's young legs. Yeah, he's,
1: he'd be all right. Be, yeah. he should be all right. Yeah. Like shoot, maybe we do the staircase joint with Malik Monk and maybe Malik Monk goes out here and just balls and has I don't I don't expect any of them to hold be able to hold him. So maybe yeah. he's the one that goes out and has a really big game and the Lakers are in this off the back some Malik off the back of Malik Monk. Yeah, i probably buy that. Uh, I don't know. Like 19 and a half. But yeah. Leading ultimately, to- I think. Yeah, I no, go ahead. No, ultimately, ultimately, I think Memphis wins the game. I just am concerned that they go out here and blow the Lakers out. I, I don't know if that's going to, I don't know if six points is going to happen. But yeah. ultimately, I think the, I'm pretty sure the Memphis wins this game tonight. Yeah, I think that if if the Lakers come out strong in the first half, we probably want to take a look at Memphis in
0: the second half because, again, back-to-back situation for the Lakers. So maybe they have the tired legs at that point probably catch up to them. So uh, maybe another game that's a live bet opportunity. Um, Let's get over to the next game, Terrell. We have the Miami Heat. We're also on a back-to-back here, headed to San Antonio to take on the Spurs, where the Spurs are five-and-a-half-point home favorite
1: here. Uh, Let's take a look at this injury report. This line changed while we were recording. Oh, they did. Yeah, I watched did. the line change as we were recording. Okay, so let let me
0: let me start with the injury report for the Miami Heat. So, Dwayne Deadman is out. We know Kyle Lowry is in health and safety protocols, as well as Haslum. Haslam, um, and then other guys that are in health and safety protocols: Gabe Vincent, PJ Tucker, uh-huh. um, and then for the Spurs, the only player that is in health and safety protocols
1: is Dejounte Murray. Um, so the the Miami Heat did play last night. No, so you're missing you're missing some names. So maybe that is what you know the news was. So Okay. Uh Kyle Lowry, we already I think we mentioned Kyle Lowry is out health and safety. And we know PJ Tucker's out health and safety. Yeah. Max Struis, uh, who's been starting for them. Yeah. He's out with health and safety. Though. Yeah, he's out with health and safety. Uh so I'm I'm looking at the list here, and here's the so Jimmy Butler's out as well. Oh, is he really? Yeah, I don't that think was what the point. change was. Yeah. He's out that's the, right what ankle the That's what it closed. That's what it closed with. That is that is why the line closed because Jimmy Butler was out. So now now one this line might even grow more. Uh, so now it's a Duncan Robinson and Tyler hero show tonight. Yes. The- and that's, that's exactly what I was about to say. And now I'm concerned. I was like, when Jimmy Butler was playing, I was fully prepared to sit here and name the heat as my dog and be like, even with all these players out, they probably find a way way to win this game against the Spurs. Ah, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not sure. If Jimmy Butler's not playing now either. Like that is that that's just too, like that's too much to overcome. That yeah. is way too much production to overcome. And I can't sit here and expect Tyler Hero. But against Greg Popovich, where they know Tyler Hero is going to be the guy now, like there's literally nobody else on the team. Uh, I can't sit here and expect them to, I can't expect them to to do that. Like that's ridiculous. There's, literally they literally have nobody like nobody yeah so and then god this with duncan robinson not being a guy that creates his own shot and he's basically going to be eating off the backs of somebody else to set him up uh <sighs> oh that so, is that so, is tough pickings for the heat man let tough me tough.
0: go let me go to the box score last night terrell so you had jimmy butler that played 36 minutes. He had th- 25 points, 15 assists, and eight rebounds. So that's not going. That not going to be there tonight, right? Yep. Gabe Binson mm-hmm. is also out, correct? I think that's yep. what I said. So that's yep. another He's starter. Safety. Yeah. So that's another starter that's out. And then you had uh, Omar Yurtsevin, who had 10 points, 14 rebounds last night. So that's probably a player that we probably want to look at as far as player. So he props. got
1: that. He got those last two points in a late free throw. Like he was the last person fouled for the free throws. And that's when he got um, that 10 points. I was watching that. Cause I was sweating his double, double. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Duncan Robinson, 26 last night and Tyler hero 32 last night.
0: So it's going to be the Tyler hero show and the Duncan Robinson show tonight. So Oh, God, this, these are, this, this is a tough slate. You're right. I think you got to lean with the Spurs at this point, right? I mean, they, they're well-rested. Uh, I mean, not well-rested, but they have the rest advantage. Miami's on a back-to-back with a 3-2 and two against the spread. They are a perfect 5-0 uh-huh. and o to the over on back-to-back nights. But, again, we just went down the whole list of all the guys that are out for Miami tonight. Spurs 20-13 and 13 overall against the spread. 10-7 and seven against the spread at home. 5-2 and two as a home favorite. Uh, and again, we know that they are the best team towards the over um, in the entire league. 13-3-1 at home um, as a as a home team towards the over. And 6-1 and to the over as a home favorite.
1: But I think we're just on Spurs here, aren't we, Terrell? Like you kind of have to mean, be, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's it's really hard not to. I don't even know what line, like I don't even know what line we're picking. Okay, so five and a half is the line. Yeah, we're right, picking so five and a half. It jumped, so it jumped from three to five and a half. So five and a half is the line. Um, yeah, I guess we are going Spurs. Like eh, you know, how I feel about them. Uh, but it, that that is a lot. That is you are they are depleted. I mean, yeah. Caleb Martin is somebody else who I think can have a really really good game. He mm-hmm. is putting up some really good numbers in, uh you know the last last three games he's played 30 minutes uh he's 64 percent from the field 17 points like so that'd be that's a really good production uh i think he could have a nice game but no nah, they're they're sick they are sick yeah <laughs> god this, this, this is getting uglier and uglier by the minute but yeah
0: i think you lead to the Spurs. i'll still lean towards the over in this game uh, i don't see any defense being played but again if duncan robinson tyler here have a good shooting night maybe they're able to keep miami in within reach of the spread but uh yeah i'll lead with these spurs here tonight at home uh terrell let's do this let's take a quick break here bud. we'll get to the final three games of the schedule tonight And then we'll wrap it up uh, with our best bets of our lock in docs. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. NFL playoffs are around the corner and PropSwap has the best odds on Super Bowl futures. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other betters, just like yourself. Use your promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale, and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. Last week, Joe from Sacramento purchased a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl ticket at odds of 8-1 to when sportsbooks are only offering 5-1. to If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new app and new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's really fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Plus, they just added a really, really cool bonus. If you can get your entire league to join Better Fantasy, they'll give you the league a $150 gift card to get a sick-ass trophy from TrophySmack.com. It's totally free to play. Download the app today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN sgpn and guys again make sure to head over to pricepicks.com if you're in a state that allows prop betting price picks is the way to go you can bet on your favorite athletes their stat projections to go over or under they have a wide wide range of menus where you can bet on prop bets and just bet over or under stat projections so make sure to head over to pricepicks.com and make sure to use that promo code sgp for a 100 percent deposit Bonus, again, use that promo code SGP for that 100% deposit bonus. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches. Tossing bets around and they speak easy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself through their fully functioning and free to p- their free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app. It is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off of Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any, matri- any metric they want. As long as somebody is on the other side, you accept it. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to don't forget to toss up an app review and review the app and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get through these final three games throughout. Next game on the board, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder headed to Phoenix to take on the Phoenix Suns where the Suns are at half point home favorite, currently seeing a total of a 217. Um, let's check the injury report for both of these teams. We know OKC played last night against the um, Sacramento Kings. Uh, For the Phoenix Suns, DeAndre Ayton, Jay Crowder are in health and safety protocols. Um, And those are the two significant players for the Phoenix Suns. Um, Taking a look at the spread numbers here. Uh, For the Phoenix Suns, again, we've talked about how they've just kind of been mediocre uh, middle of the pack as far as their spread numbers. 17 and 16 overall against the spread. 9 and 10 at home. 9 and 10 as a home favorite. The big numbers are for the OKC Thunder, where they're 21 and 12 overall against the spread, 10 and 6 on the road, 10 and 6 as a uh, road underdog as well. I believe these two teams did uh, recently match up uh, earlier uh yep. this season a couple of weeks ago where the thunder covert yeah, covered. yeah cool. last week yeah you picked pick yep. the uh the thunder uh, covert yeah you picked the thunder that, that was game. my lock yep that was my lock yeah they won uh the the Phoenix Suns one Oh one in that game so I think we have the same spread here tonight Terrell so um I'll kick it to you man what are you thinking for this game? Oh the
1: Spurs not the Spurs the Suns are gonna beat the shit out the Thunder this game. No <laughs> oh, they're going to beat oh this this is not the shades of the game before the Suns have something to play for because guess what? Them motherfuckers lost the last two and they yeah. are pissed. They are fucking pissed. They're really mad that they let the Grizzlies control that game for the amount of time that they did, and now they're still at home. You know, last game of a home of a of the uh, home stand. It started with the Thunder. It ends with the Thunder. Yeah. And this time, they are it is. Knock the Thunder were leading going in at halftime. Yep. They are not bullshitting with them this time. Even without DeAndre and even without Jay Crowder, they still have a lot of pieces on this team that are really fucking good. They are not bullshitting with the Thunder today. They are going to go in there. They might dub the Thunder tonight. Like they, they might put a dub up on them. And with a lot of guys, like with somebody like Lou Dort, who is questionable uh, in his play on the road at times. Mm-hmm. And you know now he's coming off back to back like that's my guy. Everybody knows that I'm a big fan of Blue Dort and the the pr- strides he's taken as an offensive player and as a shooter. But nah, man, the the sun the Suns are pissed the fuck off, and I think that they are going to roll tonight. I think they're going to go in there and they're go- they're going to win this game by twenty.
0: Yeah, I think this is a big Devin Booker game tonight. I mean, his points props are only at twenty four and a half tonight, so I think that he goes off especially when you're missing, you know, guys like younger eight and Jake Crowder, that opens up more points and more shot opportunities. So, um, yeah, you're right. This was exactly what I was thinking when I saw this line earlier this morning, even though it is a big number. This is a get right spot like that. Get right game. Let's let's blow these guys out get our confidence back after losing two straight against two Western Conference opponents. Um, and we got to get our, our feedback under us. Um, so, yeah, as big of a number this is, Terrell, at 14 and a half. Being on a back-to-back situation for the Thunder, it's going to be tough, uh, but I do like Devin Booker to come out and ball out here tonight. He did drop 30 against the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder uh, last Thursday where they won that game by 12, and he did drop 30, uh, did Devin Booker, in his last game against the Memphis Grizzlies. So um, I think I'll be on his points prop here tonight as well. But, yeah, leaning towards uh, the 14-and-a-half with the Suns, and also like their team total here to go over. I think they'll just come out and just you know make shots and then, get uh, easy buckets against a team that's on a uh, back-to-back here uh-huh. all right so let's move on to the next game we'll make it easy for that one um we have the utah jazz headed to portland to take on the portland Trail Blazers. where the utah jazz are seven point road favorite here currently seeing a total of 228 and a half let's get to the injury report here for both of these teams For the Portland Trail Blazers, Robert Covington is in health and safety protocols, as well as Ben McLemore, Yusuf Nurkic, Jenis Smith Jr., Trendon Watford, and Cody Zeller. For the Utah Jazz, only uh, Donovan Mitchell will be not playing in this game with the lower left back strain. Um, Damian Lillard, I guess I'll start with that. He's been playing real well for um, the Portland Trailblazers, as of late, he got off to a very, very slow start earlier this year, Terrell. But he seems to have turned around here for the Portland Trailblazers. But um, let's start with a side here, Terrell. Seven-point underdogs here at home for the Portland Trailblazers. What are you thinking? And Chauncey Billups, let me throw that out there. Uh, Chauncey Billups
1: is also in the health and safety protocols. Your head coach. Oh my gosh, like that? Me? I mean, well, I don't think. I'm not. I'm the, the jury's still out on what Chauncey's doing as a coach right now, but he's he didn't walk into a good situation. I'll say that. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Damn, it's really like it's really really hard. But why do I f- I find myself leaning towards the Trailblazers here? I do. Look like. I don't think they have bad pieces, like, even with all this COVID stuff, I don't think they have bad pieces, like. So they still have, I mean, Nazir Little is still in that lineup. He's, like, he's solid. Nazir Little's a solid player. Yeah. Norman Powell can go off. We know Norman Powell can go off. If he catches fire, he can go off. Yeah. Uh, Larry Nance Jr., somebody we know can have solid games. I can give you very, very solid production. I like. So I would love to see Greg Brown from Texas get some more minutes. Mm-hmm. I think um, Anthony Simmons uh, is very lethal, and he he's gonna he's gonna get the minutes. So if he adds extra production like that, could keep them in this game. And it's just more of are the Jazz gonna jazz? Like are the Jazz gonna jazz or are the Jazz gonna jazz? If that makes sense? Like mm-hmm. are the Jazz gonna go out there and? This is one of the games where, like, yep, we're even without Donovan, we're clearly better than these bum ass people. So uh, we're gonna blow this out the water, or the Jazz gonna sit here and let people in the game? Like they've done this so much recently, they just let people in the game, like it, for people that they just let other teams in the game, like for no reason. And yeah. so, um, while I don't think anybody on this roster ha- is capable of slowing down Rudy Gobert at all. Um, which is crazy to say but I don't think anybody's capable of slowing down Rudy Gobert but I think that's also kind of a hindrance because like Rudy Gobert is not really like maybe against the in the paint against Norman Powell and Damian Lillard like he he affects the game but like there's not like some consistent big production that Rudy Gobert is going to be taking out of the game like and ultimately, if you just pull him out of that painted area with, mm-hmm. like, a Larry Nance or somebody, it's going to make it a lot easier, like, to get good looks at the basket. Yeah. Um. I think there's multiple ways and multiple game plans mm-hmm. that Portland can have here to stay in this game and to be able to keep up with, you know, a hot Jazz team. Like, at the end of the day, this team is hot. But yeah. Uh. it makes me nervous, but I'm going to – I mean, I've been talking about it. I said – I told myself earlier I was going to just do it. And I kind of hate betting Portland at this point too. They're kind of in auto fade territory for me as well. But this just feels like a really good spot. This feels like a spot that Dame is just going to keep them in this game. I don't know if they win it. They may win it on the money line. I think they have a pretty a better chance than most people think of them to win it on the money line mm-hmm. off the back of Damian Lillard. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust Damian Lillard and a whole bunch of uh, role players. And so give me the Trailblazers plus seven. Yeah, Blazers are coming
0: off a very, very embarrassing loss against the Dallas Mavericks the other night, uh, where they gave up a hundred and I think thirty-two to a Lucaless yep. Um, yep. Dallas Mavericks uh, team. So, I, I think that again, you have to see a better effort out of the Portland Trailblazers, at least on the defensive end. I do. I, I am very concerned that. Rudy Gobert can easily dominate tonight inside the paint. And he's done that over his last several games against the Portland Trail Blazers. where over the last four games, um, his last four career games against the uh, Portland Trailblazers, he's not 16 or more rebounds, including two games where he had 20 exactly. Um, so I'm probably looking at Rudy Gobert rebounding props here tonight as well. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the side here, Terrell, yeah, I, I think after you get embarrassed like that, like, you kind of have to step up, and especially against a team yep. that blew you out earlier this year yep. in their building. Mm-hmm. Um, Damian, I think it's a Damian Lillard game, Norton Powell. I think those two guys should be able to, or, you know, should be able to carry this Portland Trailblazers team and keep them within this number. I wouldn't be shocked at all if, if Portland pulls off the
1: upset here tonight at plus 230. I, you know, this was the same spread that the Utah Jazz. It's great value. Yeah. It is great value. Like, for... and It's great value. I don't think anybody... Anybody is betting Portland. Like, I don't think anybody is betting Portland. And so if I'm getting plus 200 value at a home dog with Damian Lillard on the roster, who I fully expect if he's at his best, he will keep them in the game. Yeah. Like, yeah, I will. This is, this is very close to dog territory for me.
0: Yeah, I'm currently seeing that this number opened up at six and it's up to seven. And and some of the money is on 81% of the money is on the Utah Jazz and 72% of the tickets thus far are on the Utah Jazz as well. So, um, yeah, I'll I'll go with the plus seven as well on the Portland Trail Blazers here tonight uh, uh, hosting the Utah Jazz. Let's get over to the last game of the night trail. We have the Dallas Mavericks headed to Sacramento to take on the Kings. Well, the Kings are a two point home underdog, uh, currently seeing a total of 219. Let's check the injury report for the Dallas Mavericks. We already know that Luka is in health and safety protocols and dealing with the ankle injury. Uh, Trey Burke is also in the health and safety protocols, as well as Tim Hardaway Jr., Maxi Kleba, uh, and McLaughlin for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Sacramento Kings did play last night, like we mentioned, against the Oklahoma City Thunder. So no injury report is submitted for them yet. Looking at the spread numbers, back-to-back situations this season, the Sacramento Kings are two and four against the spread, four and two to the under. Dallas so far on the road, ten and seven against the number, six and six as a road underdog, and four and one as a road favorite are the Dallas Mavericks um but Terrell, i'll kick it off to you man dallas mavericks two-point home a favorite here sorry road favorite against the sacramento
1: kings yeah give me dallas <laughs> just give me dallas like the the kings are in complete disarray uh last night last night they should have pulled away like they should have pulled away multiple times they let thunder in that game um they haven't looked good over yes you know, over the last few games, Alvin Gentry has called them out, said that they don't look good. Alvin Gentry, like, I I, I don't know. I am, um, it just doesn't look good. They don't, they have a lot of very good players, but they're just not putting it together. And they're letting teams get anything and everything they want inside the paint. Um, I'll take Dallas here. I think Dallas is starting to get some players back. They're, uh, you know, they look good. Like, they ultimately look good. Like, they like everybody around outside of Luka is playing. So, even in a Luka-less team right now. Yeah. And I'm not sure if he's coming off health and safety or not. I, I kind of get lost in how, how long he's been in. So, uh, no idea if he's still in or not. He might still be in. But if not, like, this offense has been tailored around the point guard position. And that's what Jason Kidd has done. So, Jalen Brunson is going to have another good game. Like, Jalen Brunson is due for, is going to have good games until Luka comes back.
0: Yeah, Luca hasn't played since December 10th, but uh, that admits he was out with an ankle sprain. He entered the health and safety protocol seven days ago. So even if he does uh, clear the health and safety protocols, we're not sure uh, if that ankle injury is still going to keep him out. But regardless, I mean, Luke, uh, Jalen Brunson. we've talked about my volumes and so have you, Terrell, that he stepped up in big ways for the um, for the Dallas Mavericks in the absence of uh, Luca Daunted. So... Um, yeah, I just think that right now the Dallas Mavericks are the more complete team, uh, if that makes sense. And again, on a back-to-back situation for the Sacramento Kings where they are two and four against the spread. Uh, if KP is able to go tonight, I think he has a big game for them as well um, against Sacramento Kings. Uh, Harrison Barnes, maybe another continued revenge game for him uh, against his former team, the Dallas Mavericks. Um you know he's been playing well for them as well. So, but as far as the side, I'll lean with uh Dallas as well. Thoughts on the total here, Terrell 219.
1: Um, um no, no, I don't want any parts. Want <laughs> All any right, parts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I thought about it. I lean, I lean over. Mm-hmm. I okay. think that I think that ultimately the Kings can still score the basketball but I just think they're going to give up a lot. Uh I think I would be more interested in a Dallas team total. Yeah, probably so. I would probably be more interested in a Dallas team total than playing a whole total. I just don't know what I'm going to get from this Kings team. They're just they're in disarray.
0: Yeah, I kind of want to go back and look at quickly before we get to our picks uh what they've kind of given up in back-to-back situations. Um but I'll I'll dig that up and maybe drop it in the Slack channel um later on today if I get time to do that. But that is the last game of the night uh in this Wednesday night schedule. Uh we have about nine games here tonight. So, Terrell, let's get over to our lock and dog for tonight. Um, you want to go first uh this week or today?
1: Uh
0: yeah, I can. Okay, I, yeah,
1: I can. It's cool. Let's um Let's see. Uh, I really feel good about the Suns, but I can't make, like, that's two in a row that I didn't, I made them my lock. And I, I just, I can't do that right now. Um, hmm. Let's go with, let's, yeah, let's just, let's go with the game we just talked about. Fuck it. I really like how the Mavericks are playing right now. Like, they're <laughs> playing good ball right now. So let's go Dallas minus two. I think that's really – that's a really short line. Like, that's a really – I don't – wait. Is Who is out for them again? Like, is there somebody that I'm not thinking about that is out that I just didn't hear you say? For like, the Dallas that, Mavericks? That is a really short – yeah, that's a really short line for the Kings to be going on coming off a of back-to-back.
0: Uh, I mean, Trey Burke – Trey Burke is out. We know Luca's out. Tim Hardaway he's Jr., been he's out, yeah. been out, and Maxi Kleba's been out as well. So you still have Jalen Brunson, yeah. KP – um Dorian Feeney
1: Smith is still playing for this team. Yeah, like I don't know who's like who slows down KP. Like, yeah, who slows who slows down KP? He's playing really good right now. Like, yeah, he could just down... shoot
0: over everybody.
1: Uh, um, I'm kind of yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. Kind of nervous with that bench, but now, but Brandon Knight's been playing well. Like Brandon Knight has come to this team and he's been yeah. playing well. Yeah. Like, so that that wow, that's just ridiculous. Like, so. In itself, like yeah, nah. Give me yeah, give me the Ma- give me the Mavericks. That's my lock. Mavericks minus two. That's my lock. Okay. Uh, for my dog. Wow. Am I just waiting until the nightcap? I think I am. I think I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for for the nightcap for both of these games. Give me the sh- Portland Show Blazers plus two forty. Uh, I think get, Dame Lillard is going to keep the game. I think Dame is he's he's in the rhythm. He's scoring. He's scoring a basketball more like he's doing Dame things now. I think Dame keeps him in the game. And you tell me if I get an Anthony Simmons or if I get uh, a Larry Nance Jr. or somebody else like to even maybe a Greg Brown, like if I just get somebody else to have some really good production that could put them over the top. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the Portland Trailblazers plus 240.
0: All right, so there's Terrell's lock and dog. Mavericks minus the two for his lock, and then the da- – sorry, the – yeah. Uh, Portland Trail Blazers plus seven. And again, like we said, sprinkle on that um, money line for the Blazers tonight, plus 225. Uh, man, for my lock – hmm. Nah, I think I got to go with the Pacers, Terrell. Uh, I'll lock up the Pacers here tonight. Um, let's see. I'm seeing a minus three, minus three and a halves. So let me make sure what the consensus is here. Yeah, I see a mine. There's minus threes out there. So let's go Indiana Pacers minus a three at home tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. Um, for my dog tonight, um, don't know if guys are going to be sitting out for the lakers so i just feel like it's a stretch too many points i only liked it at six and a half but i'll stay away from that um i do like portland as well
1: clippers oh
0: man all right let's go let's go lakers man i, I think that uh, not very many options for the dogs but i'll go lakers tonight i think that's a hair too many points for the um for the uh, the the Memphis Grizzlies tonight at home, I think that maybe you know you get a once you get that one win under your belt, regardless of against whoever it was. I don't think it beat the Rock is one of the worst teams in the Western Conference, but you kind of get a groove back. You got your mentality changes after you you snap that losing streak. So I'll go Lakers plus the six, and again sprinkle on that money line as well at plus one ninety um, for tonight. So uh, locking up. um the Pacers minus three, and then the Lakers plus six tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies, and plus one ninety on the money line. That will bring us to the end of this episode of the NBA Gambling Podcast for the Wednesday night games. Uh, Terrell, any final thoughts, buddy? And let the people know where they can find you, man.
1: Um, yeah, you know me at reallyro real underscore underscore Instagram and Twitter, uh, SGPN app can't tell you enough go download that hop in the slack channel sg.pn slash slack like uh come rap with us and you know send me a, like at me at me and talk to me i'll respond if you at me but it's a lot of, it's a lot of times that my day get away from me or i'm just sleep because i'm nine hours ahead from of east coast people and 12 hours from the west coast so uh but, shoot, I, I like having conversations. I'd definitely be in there talking during the nightcap games because more than likely I'm at work typing on my computer, watching the game on TV. So, hey, let's, let, let's you know, let's have a conversation. But maybe a parlay or two, we'll see. We might throw a parlay or something in there tonight. It's a lot of games.
0: Yeah, definitely a lot of games tonight. Uh, nine games, a lot of player props that I do like, but definitely tune into the prop cast. Uh, We'll be dropping that later on today as well as myself and Scott uh, for as far as the player props for tonight. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us this morning uh, on the NBA Gambling Podcast. Hopefully we have another profitable night with our picks. Um, Definitely look out for uh, any parlays or player props that Terrell drops, whether it's in the Slack channel or on his Twitter, but definitely get into the conversation in the Slack channel uh, for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Just go to sg.pn slash Slack, uh, and you can join so many different channels uh, that are happening over there on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And like Terrell said, make sure to download the app, head over to the Google Play Store and the uh, App Store, wherever you get your apps. Um, Just type in SGPN, you'll see the black and red Uh, logo for us and just download the app. You'll get all of our picks and podcasts um, for all the shows and all the sports that are happening across the network uh, for the uh, NBA and uh, all the sports. Like I said, Uh, and again, make sure to head over to the website, check out our picks. We have news that are, that comes down every single hour by the minute of guys entering and clearing the health and safety protocols. Terrell and myself are both nine and six so far this uh, month or sorry, this week. As far as picking games, we're right at 60%. So uh, hopefully we can keep that up for the rest of the week and going into tonight. So uh, make sure to head over to the gambling uh, Sports Gambling Podcast.com website. Just hit that NBA tab and hit NBA Picks. You'll see our picks there uh, daily as far as uh, spread and a couple of over unders that I do like as well. Again, Terrell, thank you for joining me. We will be back on Friday morning for the uh, Friday games for the NBA Gambling Podcast. Till then, Good luck with your bets tonight, and let it ride.